Scott Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three jam packed show again today. Uh, we've got a lot of Trump tasticness to share with you. Oh, Trump yeah. tactic, Trump tasticness. Okay, I look forward to that. Mm. I mean, he's <laughs> oh, no. he's been in rare form lately, <laughs> and uh, that's saying something. First of all, the Nationals already did their White House visit. You believe that? Yeah. I mean, it usually takes place. I don't know, weeks or months later. Huh. Yeah, but, I, I guess they're probably all in town, you know, yeah. cleaning up their lockers for the offseason, and it's just convenient, probably. And so we didn't hear any pre-visit, oh, I'm not going to talk to that guy. <clears throat> Did Was there some? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear any. Yeah, there's a list of nine nationals. That didn't go? Yeah, and, and some are more vocal than others. But oh, yeah, no. it hasn't made too much news. No, I I completely missed it. But the ones who went seemed to have a really good time. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Uh, in fact, one of them even surprised Trump by wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> Former brave Kurt Suzuki. <laughs> Here's what happened. Former by Kurt Suzuki. What a Come on, come on. <laughs> I love you all. I love you all. Thank you. Uh, a man of few words, Kurt Suzuki. Love you all. Love you all. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then he's done. Got a big hug from the president. He sure did. He sure did. That. Uh, that reminds me of a Janet Jackson poster that, yeah. that uh, I've seen around. That's what. That's what came to mind there. That's an awkward the, hug, though. Trump is just so happy that <laughs> yeah, somebody some likes sports him. figure liked it. <laughs> exactly. He just couldn't help himself. <laughs> uh, so that's great. Also, uh, longtime advice columnist E. Jean Carroll filed a lawsuit against President Trump yesterday. Accusing him of defamation because he denied that he raped her. Okay, so you're not allowed to defend yourself even? You're not so much as allowed to say, uh, no, I, I didn't do that. Without it being defamation on the other person? That is, I mean, that's I'm, crazy. I mean, maybe something like that goes forward after you're found guilty. Maybe. But that is... It's crazy. That's interesting. It hasn't even been adjudicated. Ivan. Uh, first ca- she first came forward with the assault allegations in an excerpt from her book, published by the New York Magazine in June. Trump not only denied that it happened, he claimed he never met this person in my life and accused her of being motivated by trying to sell a book. No one, not even the president, is above the law, she said. While I can no longer hold Donald Trump accountable for assaulting me more than 20 years ago, I can hold him accountable for lying about it, and I fully intend to do so. Why didn't you say something about it 20 years ago? Well, he wasn't the president 20 years ago. Correct, and he <laughs> could have been prosecuted 20 right. years ago. I don't know, man. Jeez. Let me get this straight. Ms. Carroll is suing the president for defending himself against false allegations. I guess since the book didn't make any money, she's trying to get paid in another way. Uh. Story she used to try to sell her trash, 
her trash book never happened, period, uh, according to Stephanie Grisham, White House press secretary. It, it is pretty ironic that you can't even defend yourself without uh, claims of defamation of character. That's That's just crazy. I mean... If this didn't happen, the one being defamed is Trump. Exactly. Mm -hmm. After she came forward with the rape allegation, the president issued a lengthy statement saying, shame on those who make up false stories of assault, trying to get people, trying to get publicity for themselves or sell a book or carry out a political agenda. People should pay dearly for such false allegations. I agree with that. Yeah, I I subscribe to the, the theory that Whatever the guilty party would have gotten if found guilty mm. should, if proven false, should fall on the false on the accuser. accuser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, just another story of somebody claiming heinous crimes against Trump. And uh, another story that happened decades ago. And there's no way to, how do you prove that now? You can't. There's just no way to prove it, one way or the other. So... Good luck with that. That that just goes to show that when it happens, say something about it. Go to the hospital and get some DNA proof about it. 20 years later, of course people are going to say, "Okay, you're just doing that for politics, you're doing that to sell a book." That's it's going to be part of human nature to think, well, "Why didn't you do it at the beginning?" 888-933-93 Also, Alan Omar continues to uh, amaze and delight i think the entire nation uh is she omartastic she she really is okay uh, and she she continued the lie about donald trump that you know from charlottesville uh here's what she had to say or not perhaps she was very, i see her very very, very it's a quiet moving about it. picture but it's not a talkie is what we have there Yay! We don't hear her. I don't know if you guys are aware of that, but uh, but there's which actually is a. I mean that they no might be sound. doing us a favor in the other room. I mean it is Elon mm-hmm. Omar, uh-huh. or maybe the equipment's just smart enough to uh, try to protect us, shield us from that. <laughs> but uh, hopefully we can get that uh, corrected enough later. Oh uh, yeah, that would that would be uh, that would be terrific. It really would. Uh, it'd be fantastic. Yeah. So she was at a uh, a, a Bernie Sanders rally yesterday. Yeah. Um, We'll get into that as soon okay. as they get that corrected. In the meantime, uh, I wonder if the whole machine is just, uh, is the machine kerput? Let's let's check it out with the uh, Sean Hannity, Don Jr. discussion from last night. Imagine, hmm. look at how the media protects Joe Biden. Joe Biden's on tape in a quid pro quo. Either you fire him in six hours or you're not getting the billion dollars. That. Fire him, you get the billion dollars. Quid pro quo. Then you got, do you know anything about Ukraine? No. Anything about energy? Nope. Oil? Nope. Gas? Nope. Millions of dollars. Oh, that was the guy that Joe demanded to be fired. Imagine if that was your name was Hunter Biden. Except oh, I, I wish my name, name was Hunter Biden. I could go abroad, make millions off of my father's Everywhere. presidency. I'd be a really rich guy. It would be incredible. But because my name is Trump, if I took $1.5 from China, not $1.5 like Hunter, but $1.5, their heads would explode. Now, Hunter <laughs> denies that he received $1.5 Although, I think the figure is around $3 million. 
right? And and I don't know that anybody's asked him about that. I don't know if anybody. Well, did you receive three three million dollars from from them? Because he he completely categorically denies that he got a billion dollars. Now, did did the company that he was a board member of get a billion dollars? I don't know. This thing is so tangled up, and mm-hmm. and nobody tells the truth. So, mm-hmm. who knows? Glenn does. Glenn tries every couple of weeks here on the yeah. Blaze TV. Yep. <laughs> and there's going to be another one next week, too. Next, I think it's a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Uh, Part three of the series. Three. And it's it, it's going to make your eyes bleed. It's really something. 888 uh, Then we have... Then we have the uh, Trump video from the rally where he talks about uh, he talks about what Lou Dobbs said about him. Now Lou Dobbs is pretty amazing in his love for this president. I mean, seriously, he loves this president. He and Sean Hannity should do a love off oh, to yeah? see who loves Trump more—a Trump love love off. Because <laughs> okay. I'm not sure who's the bigger supporter. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is going to be good. But here's what uh, President Trump said about uh, the great Lou Dobbs. I was watching the other night the great Lou Dobbs, and he said when Trump took over, President Trump, he used to say, Trump is a great president. Then he said, Trump is the greatest president since Ronald Reagan. Then he said, then he said, no, no, Trump is an even better president than Ronald Reagan. Uh-huh. Okay. And now he's got me down as the greatest president in the history of our country, including <laughs> George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Well, now, now the great Lou Dobbs is just getting ridiculous. <laughs> that, is, that is insane. Come on. <laughs> Lou Dobbs says that this president... Donald J. Trump is a better president than Abraham Lincoln or George Washington, hmm. Thomas Jefferson, James Madison. Calvin Coolidge? Calvin Coolidge. Come on. Come on, Lou. Come on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but he certainly has made a friend of the president. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I'd like to take the temperature, people's Trump temperature, because hmm. are you with Lou Dobbs? In that thinking, in that way of thinking, that this president is now the greatest president in the history of the country. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, you can let us know at Pat Unleashed or, on Twitter as well. Or if he's not, or even, is where do you he rank even him? Where do you is rank he him? even better than is he better than Ronald Reagan? Yeah, where would you rank this president uh, on the list of great presidents? Triple eight nine hundred. Thirty-three, ninety-three. Also, I will. I will say one of the great things he has done. He actually, fully and completely now and officially has extracted us from the Paris Accord. Yeah, it started. the The, the wheels are in motion. It takes a full year. Yeah. To extract us, but yes, they are officially in motion. The extraction pro- process has begun. Uh, today, the United States began the process to withdraw from the Paris Agreement. Per the terms of the agreement, the United States submitted formal notification of its withdrawal to the United Nations. The withdrawal will take one year from delivery. That's how fantastic uh, news begins. In a statement from Secretary uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Trump has hammered 
the Paris Accords relentlessly, and with good reason, mostly because they aren't climate accords, really, but instead a big giant ball of punish America <laughs> with a nice coating of spread the wealth around on it. <laughs> this This was not about fixing the climate because even Al Gore admitted it doesn't do anything toward their goal of you know reducing reducing the temperature i don't know 2 degrees or 1 degree or keeping it from going 4 degrees whatever the deal is it doesn't do it doesn't accomplish what they want to what they want to accomplish and gore admitted it i got to find that in fact yeah, uh, yeah. because that is crazy yeah, uh, and and, and Dylan makes a point that he thought it was weird that the U.S. had to wait a year to withdraw from an agreement with no enforcement provisions. Um, this way, it times out right before the election in 2020, so they can say, "Hey, we are now officially out. Go vote." Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's my theory. It's probably what they did. Um, here's what Gore had to say about the Paris Agreement. Even if all 195 nations on 194 met their targets, it still wouldn't solve the problem. Hmm. Uh, th- that is correct. Heck, however, it sends <laughs> a very powerful signal uh, to business and industry and civil signal. society uh, and countries around the world. Uh, th- 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 that that is correct. However, <laughs> however, it, 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 it does it, what it does do mm-hmm. is tell people that we're willing to think about solving the problem one day. We're willing, we're willing to we're consider think, it. To think about to it. To think Adam? about it and to ponder uh, about it and to one day perhaps actually do something about it. Uh-huh. Why would we waste our time with that? Uh-huh. I, I, I don't understand it. Why would you even waste your time on that whole mess? When it doesn't do anything. And even the big climate people admit, it doesn't do anything. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. 1,000 active agents uh, all across this great nation of ours. If you're relocating, you've got to sell your house on one end, buy a house on the other. You want somebody you can really trust uh, to help you with this process because it's a really big and important one. You don't want to just wing it? No. Kind of figure it out as you go along? Probably not. It'll work itself out. What is it? It's a, it's a purchase. You know, whatever. Yeah, that, that way you might find yourself with two house payments uh, <laughs> at the same time, which could be troublesome for you. Uh-huh. So go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, and if you've ever been frustrated trying to buy or sell a home, I think you're going to find that this is a really pleasant, a really great experience. These agents have urgency. They they share the sense of urgency with you. They return your phone calls. They have great marketing plans, and they have great track records. They really know what they're doing. They know your market. They know how to price your home so that it will sell quickly and for the most money. And if you're buying, how to get the most for your money. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Let us introduce you to the best agent in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the blades. It is. Uh, that's true. That's very true. Uh, this is kind of fun because Mark Zuckerberg has apparently worn out his welcome uh, on both sides of the aisle in Congress now. So he's pissed off Republicans long time ago. And now he's pissed off Democrats as well. So nobody likes Mark Zuckerberg anymore. That's too bad. So- Isn't that sad? That's just too bad. He's 
getting he, exactly what he deserves. He here. needs friends, and he luckily he runs Facebook where where, no, you, where can, you get all kinds of friends. You can friend people. How many uh, friends? How many people have followed Mark Zuckerberg? Oh gosh, <laughs> I, <don't laughs> I mean, he should have the biggest following on earth, right? You would think. Um, mm-hmm. But there's bipartisan hostility against him now. Um, it's been building for months, fueled by a series of privacy scandals. They don't care about your privacy. The site's role in the Russian meddling in 2016 and accusation that Facebook crushes competitors. Now, that really pisses Democrats off. If you're a business person, isn't your goal to crush your competitors? I think so. Right? You want to win, and you want to win big. Say how many he has. How many followers? So has Facebook changed friends to followers? I don't know. Because it says 117,265,937 followers. That's a lot. So 117 million? Yeah. There's probably people with more than that, right? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Vin Diesel or The Rock or somebody, I'm sure. Uh, Carrie Underwood, Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, Vin Diesel... I don't know. He's got a lot. 97 million oh, people okay. so like let's... like his page. I don't understand Facebook. I don't I'm not on it. So You don't even have a Facebook page? Guy. I do not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh so with the 2020 elections approaching, Democrats especially are homing in on the conduct of the of Facebook and their refusal to fact check political ads and remove false ones. Again, that was illegal up until, I don't know, last year maybe? Up until now? Unless social media is something different, you can't edit political ads. Because how do we know what what your motivation is, for one thing? And if a candidate has something to say... You should allow them to say it. That's freedom of speech, and especially when you're running for office. That's incredibly important. This is a rock-solid, bedrock American principle, and they want him to remove ads they don't like. Who gets to decide what ads go and what don't? Obviously, Mark Zuckerberg and his people. I don't trust them to do that. Um. So... He used to have a pretty cozy relationship, especially with the Obama administration. But now, because he won't do some things they want him to do, they're all hacked off at him. His new strategy, though, is a personal blitz featuring serial private meetings in Washington with key lawmakers of both parties and and President Trump. He's also doing small, off-the-record dinners at his California home with conservative journalists and opinion makers and the occasional public address or TV interview. And I don't know, maybe he talks about how he stole this from the Winklevoss twins at Harvard oh. uh, in a lot of these interviews. I don't know. That's what I'd like to ask him. I bet about. he's not friends with them either. <laughs> I bet he's not. I was just reading about the Winklevoss twins. I think they uh, they went on to do a bunch of uh, Bitcoin. They invested in that early, and now they're billionaires anyway. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it worked out okay for him. They got, what, $60 million to go away? I, I think I think Zuckerberg, of, yeah, $65 million and go away, uh, you guys. And they, they did, and they invested in 
Bitcoin with their money, and it turned out okay. Yeah, I see yeah, this. It turned out okay. My goodness. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. Winners of life's lottery twice. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, <clears throat> the Facebook thing being stolen from them, that's, mm-hmm. that wasn't a big win for them. That was, that was kind of weird. And very reminiscent of the kinds of stuff that Bill Gates did. Uh, bless his heart. 888 <laughs> Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We got this uh, from Paul. Hey, Pat and Keith, I wonder if Sugar Bear offended uh, Corn Pop. Or was it Oft? Oft? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pop? we got a lot of those uh, themed. Uh, I wonder if Sugar Bear Oft Corn Pop? Yeah, because, you know, Corn Pop, he was a big deal in Joe Biden's community there. And, uh, and we found Corn Pop's. Head See? in Sugar Bear's freezer. I, that might be how it went down. Because huh. we learned some disturbing <clears> stuff <throat> about we the, did. Sugar as, Bear. As many Pat heads referred to him as a serial killer yesterday. But again, again, he, we don't know that he killed his girlfriend. Sugar no, Bear. you just cut her up. Just cut her up. <clears throat> you just cut her up. Big difference there. Sure is. Ark Builder's Pa. Uh, talking about a. Um, the woman yesterday was talking about a miscarriage just being a mess on a napkin. Oh. I say we start referring to anti-life Democrats as just a mess at the podium. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Feel free to tweet us after the show. You know, if you if if you can't participate live between seven and nine a.m. Eastern, and you listen to the podcast in your own time, we still see your tweets. You know, mm-hmm. we try to catch, uh, keep up with them. So uh, these are all from after the show yesterday, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Proud Mister Graybeard <clears throat> tweets Aunt Becky. Could get up to 40 years from California prosecutors while illegal aliens who murder people are being let let out and given free social services. <clears throat> like the guy in San Francisco, for instance. Yep. But, you know, he didn't know that that was a rifle when he picked it up. He didn't know what could happen with the rifle when he picked it up. And then it just suddenly discharged and lo and behold, somebody died. And, and remember, what was it that they argued that... Um, is, he never really possessed it. Yeah. Right? He just... Yeah. He picked it up. It's almost like an NFL rule. Did he really possess the ball? You know? Did like, he have control did of the gun? he have control gun? of the gun? That's what it... <laughs> did the ground cause him to fumble the gun? All of these things uh, were answered at the trial. So, we know, we know that Calvin Johnson, uh, not responsible for that death. And Carrot3022 tweets... Could the huge crackdown on Lori Laughlin and her husband be because she's a conservative and she's a very vocal Trump supporter in fascist Hollywood? Now, I didn't even know she was a conservative. Is he? Did it say that he is um, a vocal supporter? No, it says no, she. She is? Cause oh, no, he. Yeah, he her, so her husband is a very vocal supporter. Oh, listen to Trump, this. Extreme. And she's conservative. I didn't, listen, I didn't realize that. Listen to this extreme view of, uh, of whatever his name is. Massimo? Sure. Um, he's, he's complained oftentimes about uh, people who don't, quote, carry their own weight. <gasps> in What? Quote. Oh, what a hateful. A lot of takers. Hateful, hate Out there and entitled people. Oh, no. He agrees don't with Trump. That. People need to carry their own weight. My goodness. Well, lock him up, too, just for that belief. Lock him up. Lock him up. Lock him up. Yeah, I didn't know Lori Loughlin. That's good news, too. Well, yes, that could have everything that to do with it, right? everything. It does. And here, I thought my uh, my sure prosecutor does. was a Full House fan that, that 
didn't like the way the show wrapped up <laughs> theory was I mean that held water yesterday but this one definitely could be a combination of the two mm-hmm. I'm not willing to let go of yesterday's theory thank you from Carolina uh Boo dog. Boo dog. Mm-hmm. Turns out daylight saving time killed more people than my AR-10 did this year. That's right. We learned yes. some fun facts. About daylight fun saving? facts about how mm-hmm. losing that hour of sleep in the spring. Causes heart attacks, strokes, all kinds of car melodies. Car wrecks. Yeah. I mean, you People die the next day by the droves. Yeah, what was that? In the hordes of people. The increase in... Uh, Hospital visits or emergency uh-huh. room visits? What was it was it? way up. It was 20, 25% off, I think. Up 25%. Hmm. Um, and about adding Western Canada to the U.S. Oh, yeah. Good plan. Uh, Tim L. says, think about what you're saying. You want a group of people that voted for Justin Trudeau to become part of the U.S. and vote for president, senators, and representatives? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, we but- need to go the other way and give Canada our liberal states. Hey. So, like make California part of Canada? Yeah. Let's, let's work a trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can we can do this. Let's just give them that whole swath right down the West Coast. Washington, Oregon. Oregon, California. Portland becomes their problem. Wouldn't that be nice? California. Yes. Boom. And then we'll take uh, like Alberta and uh, some of those other uh, Western provinces. Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a good plan. This could work. Uh, we get a nice place to go in the summertime, too. When it's 1,000 degrees here, we can go to a place where it's, uh, you know, reasonable. That would be nice. That's... It's a good idea. Really is. Can we explore this? Like, how, what's our first official step? Like, what what do we have to do? Go to Congress? I think we need to put together an exploratory committee. So we'll do that right after the show. Okay. Do the exploratory committee. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, here is our our president on uh, on Hunter Biden talking about uh, that whole mess. Uh, what clip? Uh, clip number one. Oh, you've already oh, done that. Trump, Trump Jr. Trump, you already played that one. You want to see? Uh, do you want to see Rand Paul uh, at the oh, yes. uh, big Rand, rally last Rand night? Rand Paul and the whistleblower. Good point okay. he makes. Yeah. Family connections. We also now know the name of the whistleblower. Stop it for just a second. Pause the it. Whistle- uh, does Rand Paul look like a munchkin compared to President Trump? There. <laughs> He looks more, like a Lilliputian or something. I think I don't think he has. Maybe he's a step below. I don't. Can know we? Can the, we? Can you do the freeze frame on that? Uh, or not? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> I mean, how? Of course, Trump is what six three, maybe. Hmm. Uh, all up, right. I'll look up their height. Anyway, here's what else he had to say. The whistleblower needs to come before Congress as a material witness because he worked for Joe Biden at the same time Hunter Biden was getting money from corrupt oligarchs. I say tonight to the media, do your job and print his name. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, we know his name, right? We've talked about that. We know who the guy is. They suspect who it is, yeah. But We know he's a Democrat operative. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty conclusive proof that uh, it's that CIA guy who was working with Biden, was working with Obama, and of course, he's a partisan hack. And then we're supposed to just all bow down to what he had to say? And who cares what he had to say when we have the transcript? You could just look at the transcript and see what was said in that conversation. You could talk to uh, President Zelensky from Ukraine 
and ask him, was there any undue pressure put on you? No. He's already said that. I don't even know why we're still having this conversation. Well, I, I think the more it's important crazy. information is that uh, Donald Trump is six foot three. Yeah. And Rand Paul is five foot eight. Well, there you go. Okay, and so five eight. Keith Math says that's a full <laughs> seven inches difference. So he is a little abusion compared to Trump. Mm-hmm. Wow, four or three is seven inches shorter. That's like over half a foot. If my if my Pat Math is correct, well, Pat Math is always correct. It's dead on every time. Keith Math, so you just true. I mean, throw <laughs> darts and hope that it hits the right answer. <laughs> so wow, there you go. There you it's go. a big, big day. I mean, they were rallying for uh, Matt Bevin, uh, the governor yeah, in of Kentucky. Kentucky. My mm-hmm. goodness. Uh, we've got some disturbing numbers to share later, right? Uh, Kentucky, don't screw this up. You've got a great governor. Get out there and I, vote for him. I love Matt Bevin. Yeah. We've known him for years. Um, I think we go back to, what, 2011 or 2012 with Matt Bevin when he was running for Senate there, and they missed a golden opportunity mm-hmm. to elect him to the Senate. And part of that, if you remember correctly, was due to Rand Paul and his endorsement at the time. <laughs> remember that? Yep. Uh, that's so, because, well, I mean, there are theories abound, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you're trying to get on the ballot for two different offices at the same time in Kentucky, <laughs> you better know the guy in charge of that. His name's Mitch McConnell. <laughs> no, I'm sure that had nothing nah, to do with I'm just, it. Again, I'm nothing just, to do with it's it. It's like Keith Math. I'm just throwing darts, right. just hoping I land on Stop the right it. answer somehow. Stop it. <laughs> More Pat Grandleash coming up. A great article from the Babylon Bee. <laughs> the headline, Texas luring jobs away from California with promises of electricity. <laughs> Those That's bastards. Awesome. What, they're going high tech on them now. That's what they're doing. Uh, new billboards have been popping up in California with the slogan, Move to Texas. We have electricity. Many see this <laughs> as a play to lure jobs away from California, as many jobs rely on electricity, especially in the modern economy. This could be especially attractive to jobs in the tech sector. <laughs> I think that's true. That's fun. Roy Rivera, a tech analyst with decades of experience in cutting-edge technology, explained that a, quote, a lot of tech uses electricity, unquote. He then pointed to a chart showing that tech businesses can be at least 300% more effective when they have power. Oh, wow. At least 300% more. Wow, that's a lot, it seems like. Wow. We got- so if you don't have electricity, you don't you can't plug anything in. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to be as effective as people who do have electricity? I guess that I could see where that could hamper a business. Now, California Governor Gavin Newsom was dismissive of Texas's claims, though. They're making false claims of being able to, able to deliver electricity 24-7, Newsom said. But it just can't be done. <laughs> <laughs> Newsom was also dismissive of the Lone Star State's other claims, such as affordable housing, plenty of water, Cheap gas, plastic straws, and not constantly being on fire. It sounds made up, said Newsom. I don't even think there is a Texas. (laughs) California plans to fight back. It's now working on a wall to keep people in jobs from leaving California. The planned wall should extend along the entire California border, except for the southern part. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is so good. 
How I mean, many people do you think so run, good? Do we know how many people? Run I don't know. We should look Babylon into it because I'm uh, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, me too. Babylon B is oh. really funny. Thank you for that. Uh, they were cheering for the Babylon B. I'm hoping that maybe that means the Alan Omar uh, sound might be happening. I don't know. Is that what that was? I don't know. Um, I haven't got confirmation, but I hope so because I wrote something at the bottom of page two there. Yeah. Okay. So page. yes. Okay. All right. Well, page two. Good day. And uh, from at Pat Unleashed, we got Rodney in, in VA tweeting, I think that President Trump is doing a good job, but better than Ronald Reagan? Come on, Lou. <laughs> the Steve 42, you don't think Trump is the greatest president ever? What are you going to do? Vote for Elizabeth Warren? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you for the shades of 2016. That's, uh, <laughs> that's fun. David Johnson tweets, Hey, Keith, could you please root for the bye this week so the Broncos won't lose to it like the Falcons did? Oh, oh, so I should root for the bye week. All right, go bye week. Uh, Bob Loblaw, it's always a treat to not have to listen to Ilan Omar audio clips. Uh, well, it was, but now I think we've got that. Too bad. You got that straightened out. Here is Ilan Omar. Good stuff. So good. Because that is the only way we are going to defeat Donald Trump. Mm. And place. Yeah. And place his cruel ideology in the dispin of history where it in belongs. The <laughs> what is a dispin? Pause that for a second. Man. Keith, could you look up the word dispin? Okay, I'm going to do that. If you could. Look, please, because I... Would you spell that D-I-S-T yes, space B-I-N? I would. Dist bin. Dist bin. Uh, hmm. No? Nothing, huh? Not Weird. so much. All right. Hmm. Must be something only she knows of. Is it an exponential dist bin? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right, what else did she have to say? Together we are going to send a powerful message with this president. Your efforts mm-hmm. Effort. to coddle white supremacy, yeah. to ban Muslims from entering the United States, right? That's what to he's call done. People at sure. neo-Nazi rallies, uh-huh. very, very fine, fine people, people right? The best fail. in the world. Is- okay. Uh. And just as a matter of fact, none Lock of us up. are going back. Uh, okay. Are you? Why? You seem to hate this country more than poison. Why? Why are you staying? No one is better prepared to do that than Bernie. Yeah, right. Mm. The socialist, mm. the seventy-eight-year-old socialist with a bad heart. Yeah, he's really prepared to do that. Good. Thank you. You know, it's not okay to keep perpetuating this lie about Donald Trump over and over and over and over and over. These hypocrites would be revolting in the street if we kept up an incendiary lie like this about, say, their hero Obama, for instance. In fact, look how they came unglued over the birther thing. A lot of people thought that was true. A lot of people stuck to that. And make no mistake, Obama loved it. He used it over and over and over and over again to discredit the right. But if we never let go of the birther situation like they cannot let go of this uh this fallacy this lie 
that Trump said that the neo-Nazis were very fine people. Let's go back to the original comment and take them in their context. This is what he said about at Charlottesville about the situation when he was doing the press conference. People are peppering him with questions. He's he's already said, look, there were, you know, there was there was stuff going on. It was more complicated than that. What I'm saying is this. You had a group on one side and you had a group on the other and they mm-hmm. came at each other with clubs and it was vicious and it was horrible right. and it was a horrible thing to watch. Because there were a bunch of Antifa people there too. So the Antifa people were riling things up just like the neo-Nazis were. But there is another side. There was a group on this side, you can call them the left, you've just called them the left, that came violently attacking the other group. So you can say what you want, but that's the way it is. Well, I do think there's blame. Yes, I think there's blame on both sides. You look at you look at both sides. I think there's blame on both sides, and I have no doubt about it. And you don't have any doubt about it either. And it's true. They know what they know what they're doing. And if you reported it accurately, you would say. They showed up in Charlottesville to protest. And you had some very bad people in that group. But you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group. Excuse me. Excuse me. I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, mm-hmm. excuse me, are we going to take down, are we going to take down statues to George Washington? Yes, and, and of course, they're trying to. Of course, since he said that, they've tried multiple times to take down statues of George Washington, murals. Of George Washington. Any mention yeah. of George Washington as a hero. He was absolutely correct about that. Absolutely right. And what he was saying was that there were other people there. He wasn't talking about the neo-Nazis. There were other people there who were fine people. They weren't there to, to cause trouble, to be violent, to hurt anybody. And they keep making it out like he was talking about the neo-Nazis being really wonderful p- people. They, they know better than that. And he clarified his statement multiple times. Here's what he said when he kept getting hammered by this in the days following. Excuse me, they didn't put themselves down as neo-Nazis. So, first of all, he said that they they didn't identify. The people he's talking about didn't identify as neo-Nazis. And he said specifically, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. Huh. And yet, they perpetuate the lie. And just a few months after he said, what do you want to do, start taking down George Washington stuff, um, I I Googled here and I found out that uh, the church that uh, George Washington used to attend there in Virginia uh, removed plaques, a memorial to George Washington to make their church more welcoming just a few months after he made that So prediction. they successfully took down George Washington uh, memorials, memorials mm-hmm. things that honored him. Ah, jeez. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, we got we got something uh, tweeted to us about frogs being done with bugs. Even they are apparently aren't stupid enough. Even frogs aren't dumb enough to eat bugs like being like is being pushed on us by the UN right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at this. This frog. Where's the frog? Not having any of the. Look at this. There it is. Eat it. Eat it. No, no. he's like. Uh, <laughs> That's a bug. I don't want to eat <laughs> it. He threw the, threw the bug away. Yeah, I don't want to eat a bug. What do you think I am, a frog? <laughs> what are you on? So if you don't like bugs... Give me a piece of chocolate. I might eat that. Now that... I would have loved to have seen a second mm-hmm. video. Piece of chocolate. See what the frog You did. know what they should do is mix up a nice little thing of uh, Field of Greens and uh, have huh. him drink that. He'll get better nutrition All right. than he would from the grasshopper or whatever that was anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Brickhouse Nutrition includes actual doctors, professional human performance experts, and they created Field of Greens so that you could get the nutrition you need even if you don't get a bunch of vegetables or fruits in your diet. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. Boost your immune system using antioxidants, pre and probiotics, and it's real food. Go to BrickHousePat.com, get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. I really think you're going to love this. You're going to feel better after having used it. It's BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It's election day across the country. November 5th, Tuesday, November 5th. Uh, so we're voting all over the place, including a really important election in Kentucky for governor. Uh, Matt Bevan, as we mentioned earlier, who I love, guy's great. I mean, I, I don't know a better conservative in the last 20 years than Matt Bevan. But for some reason... Uh, things don't seem to be going well as far as his popularity is concerned in Kentucky. We'll tell you about that in a second. But uh, Morning Consults, Morning Consult put together the approval ratings of governors all over the country. Mm. The most popular governor okay. in the country, mm-hmm. this might surprise you, is a Republican. Mm-hmm. But where? Charlie Baker. The governor of Massachusetts. Wow. He's the most popular governor in the country? That's interesting. Isn't that something? I didn't know that at all. I, I don't even know that I knew they had a Republican governor right now. I don't know that I knew that either. <laughs> Much less why that he was popular. It's interesting in uh, Massachusetts, Ivan, because they, <laughs> they've elected quite a few Republican governors. Yeah. Mitt Romney, right? Thinking Mick, Mitt Romney, mm-hmm. yeah, and and others. And Bill Weld, I mean, he is a, whoo, oh, he is a conservative super, stalwart, right? Superstar conservative, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Charlie Baker has seventy three percent approval rating, seventy three percent, followed by Larry Hogan, a Republican in Maryland. What at seventy percent? What is happening? I don't know. That's really amazing. Sorry, I didn't know all these. Phil Scott checks in at number three, Republican of Vermont. Again? <laughs> what? All these, what is happening? 
liberal bastions with Republican governors, and they love them. Again, I'm just ashamed I didn't even know that they had Republican governors in these states. All three really hardcore liberal states, and all three have Republican governors that the people love. Huh. Huh. Number four, Mark Gordon in Wyoming. 63%. Finally, something that makes sense in this world. Yeah, but then you go to New Hampshire, Chris Sununu. Uh. Republican, New Hampshire, 62% approval. And then finally you get to Greg Abbott. I'm surprised he's only sixth, because yeah. I don't know anybody who doesn't love Greg Abbott. 59% approval for Greg Abbott. Maybe the greatest governor in the history of governors. Oh, wow. Uh, at number seven is Asa Hutchinson from Arkansas at 59%, tied actually with uh, with Greg Abbott. Are these all Republicans so far? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, every one of them. <laughs> okay. Brad Little, also Republican in Idaho. A 59%. Kevin Stitt in Oklahoma, Republican. Uh, Doug Burgum, Republican in North Dakota. Ron DeSantis, 58% approval, Republican, Florida. Kay Ivey, Republican, Alabama. (laughs) The top 12 are all Republicans. Huh. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? The top 13. Bill Lee, Tennessee. Number 14, Phil Bryant, Republican, Mississippi. <laughs> the, okay, so the top 14 are Republicans. Then you get to John Carney, Democrat, Delaware, 55% approval. Uh, number 16, Gary Herbert, uh, Republican in Utah. I mean, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Huh. So it goes on and on, uh, all the way down to... Andrew Cuomo is 30th, mm. Democrat of New York. He is a douchebag. <laughs> 48% approval, though, because, well, it's New York. Uh, keep scanning down here. You get to Gavin Newsom, 42nd. Ooh, California. In California. He's only got 43% approval. And then uh, you go through... The bottom few, and you come to the very last one at number 50 no. with 34% approval, Matt Bevan. Wow. How can that be? Come on. Kentucky. That, that's really something. In a state like Kentucky where you yeah, think I, they would respect the Constitution. Don't understand it. I really don't. He's got, 50, he's got 34% approval rating, but apparently... He was way behind this uh, Democrat, his opponent, uh, but he's caught up lately, and he's either tied or maybe slightly ahead or slightly behind, depending on what poll you're looking at. And he thinks he's going to win by... I think he said five yesterday. Five or six percentage points. I hope hope he's right. right. He said last time he was was supposed to lose by... I think he said he was supposed to lose by six, and he won by nine. Hmm. So that's a 15% spread. Okay. Maybe it'll happen again for him. I hope sure so. hope so. My goodness. Yeah. I mean, all politics is local, and I don't know all that's going on in Kentucky, but uh, yeah. if you live there and you're hearing this right now, please, please get vote out there for and Matt vote for Matt Bevan today. Polls are no doubt open right now. Is Kentucky on Eastern time? I think so. Yeah, it's right? split. Is it? Yeah. Um,. I don't. Let's see here. I, I'm trying to find it because they're 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 the ones. I think like Kentucky and Indiana are always the ones that come in first. You know, mm-hmm. uh, 
and on election night, and it's a national election. So anyway, I know people in Kentucky probably know what time their polls uh, yeah, close, but uh, it's kind of early, I think. Yeah. Uh, all right, Greg Abbott tweeted out, Today, the Texas Department of Transportation began cleaning under bridges in Austin. So they're trying to clean up Austin because of the poop, the needles. Oh, is this that governor, uh, the guy from Texas, right? Who right. brags about them having electricity and, <laughs> right. and water? Yes, and offering Californians jobs here because we have electricity. <laughs> it's a slow process, he said, and won't be completed in one day, but steady progress is being made. Our goal is to make Austin safer while also providing better alternatives for the homeless. Uh, he wasn't kidding around with the uh, Austin not. mayor. That's what I like. I mean, we get video after video of homeless people attacking commuters. Throwing stuff in their cars, mm-hmm. needles, and syringes all over the town. And we don't want Austin to be like San Francisco and Los Angeles. No, thank you. There's no reason for it to get to that point, and Abbott knows that, and he's going to try to put a stop to it right now. I mean, Austin does deserve a rolling blackout or two, <laughs> but Abbott's still in charge, and he's uh, cleaning it up. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Amazing story um, from Salon.com the other day. Talked about this on Glenn's radio show yesterday. But uh, (laughs) it's it's about post-truth politics being capitalism's undoing. They write, no economic system has lasted forever. And I imagine that someday when historians are studying the rise and fall of capitalism, they might look back at Glenn Beck's 2010 Earth Day meltdown as a seminal moment, an exemplar for how capitalism created the post-truth society that seems destined to doom its ability to function. Though it was only eight years ago. Okay, so... That's strange, because 2010 was nine years ago, Salon. They didn't get anything right in this story. And this story. just came out? Yeah. Okay. It came out. Uh, the date on it is uh, uh, November 3rd. Yeah, November 3rd, 2019. Okay. So, <laughs> we have largely forgotten how far-right firebrand Glenn Beck essentially prophesied the brand of spite politics that animates much of the right today. On his radio show, Beck gleefully shared with his listeners his plans to turn on as many lights as possible in his home during Earth Hour and to intentionally pollute as much as possible on Earth Day. Hey, that's funny. I might start listening to this guy. Is that great? Who's this again? Glenn Beck you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. Huh. He's going to turn on more. See, what you were supposed to do is turn off lights on Earth Day. He was going to turn them on as wow. many as possible. I mean, that's counterculture right there. Yeah, that's how hateful this man is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to burn garbage in my backyard with styrofoam, Beck told a caller. <laughs> on his April 22nd, 2010 radio program. Have you cut down your Earth Earth Day tree yet and put it in your living room? It's great. I decorate mine with heat lamps. That's a different story. You know, in our Earth Day, what we decided to do is turn on every light in the studio because we have some cockroaches to expose tonight in the bright light. 
<clears throat> Consider for a moment the kind of political position one must take in order to find joy and purpose in willfully burning something as caustic as styrofoam in one's yard. <laughs> Such an act has no functional purpose besides spite. Yet Beck seems to believe it is his individual choice, his individual freedom. He believes, or is told to believe, by his Zionist masters, I'm sure, and that burning styrofoam is somehow as American as apple pie. Beck, of course, doesn't own the atmosphere. We all have to breathe the same one. Hence, the chemicals released in the burning of these toxic synthetic plastics spread across the planet in short order. We've all inhaled their carcinogens by now. If future historians look back at this moment, surely they will marvel at what kind of confused ideological belief system could compel someone to do something so selfish and, frankly, stupid. Yet capitalism begat this culture, this notion that we alone have the individual right to do whatever we want with our time, money, or our lighters, even or especially if it hurts others. Capitalism to function requires us to collectively deny the sheer idea of the collective good. As Margaret Thatcher once said, there is no such thing as society. There are individual men and women, and there are families. <laughs> on and on this guy goes. Uh, completely unaware. Blissfully unaware or unconcerned that he was kidding. <laughs> that it was a joke. <laughs> That's amazing. Because the left mm. is so quick. They're so literal God. with everything. Yes. You know what? This could have been written by Judy. Right. This could have absolutely... I mean, I wonder if Judy works at Salon. This this is a Judy article. <laughs> the woman who called us last... What was it? March? March 1st, 2019. Uh, I, and was... I, I forget what it was we were talking about a, a day before uh, that. It's because um, uh, we were talking about how we all work for the CIA. Um, oh, that's right. Alex Jones was correct. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yep, we're all right. CIA agents. Yep. And she was disgusted by yeah. the fact that we were gleefully admitting it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all this time, I believed you, and I didn't think, you know, oh my gosh. <laughs> but 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 my point on the left is they're so uh, literal when, when they're talking about um, uh, uh, critique of the right. But when it's them doing something, oh, come on, it's free speech. We're just yes. joking around. It's art. Right. What are you talking about? Come on. It's madness. It's the double standard that, you know, it's so prevalent that it's not even worth mentioning some most of the time because it's like, okay, do I have to say it? If this were fill in the blank, right? Jeez. <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I got some tweets to read you from uh, Pat Unleashed in a second. But first, let me tell you about Tommy John. When it comes when it comes to comfort, you know, down below, mm-hmm. there's underwear, and then there's. Tommy John. Yeah, there is. Revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. Including Keith. So good. Totally sold on this stuff. It's it's really nice when you absolutely love uh, the product. And it's so easy to sell then. Because uh, Tommy John has this fantastic fabric that they use in their clothing. They've got a new design, too, so that it doesn't ride up. You don't get wedgies. It's magic. It, it, it's so great. It fits just, well, perfectly. Oh, it's, it's seriously, it's so comfortable. I've ordered so many since we've been made aware of them. Right. It's the most comfortable underwear I've ever had. Uh, 
Do you feel that way too? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Luxuriously oh. soft, feather light, uh, breathable, designed to move with you, not against you. Tommy John is so confident in their underwear. If you don't love your first pair, you can get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Mm. That's a cool little saying too. Yeah. Kind of rhymes there. If you like to shop in stores where you can find them, uh, there's over 1,200 retail locations, including Nordstrom. Uh, Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed right now to get 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. You'll get 20% off. This is fantastic underwear that you're going to love. TommyJohn.com slash Unleashed. Is unleashed. And what's he going to do? What's going to happen as a result? It's a good question. It's kind of scary. It is. Uh, I got this from Swank Think at Pat Unleashed. The reason they have Republican governors in their liberal states is they want to virtual virtue signal how great their ideas are, but not destroy their own state. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, from just to muck and fudge. Is Pat enjoying a cute animal video? Oh, you enjoyed the no. frog flinging the bug. Yeah, you did. That wasn't a cute animal. Video. Oh, whatever. You were enjoying mm. it. You laughed. It was funny. Pronoun dot, dartboard. Uh, Ilan Omar's shrieking and poor grammar have just been designated terrorist groups. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> how could you misspeak that frequently when everything you say is written down for you? I think I think that's the issue, is that there's not an original thought there. Somebody mm-hmm. writes her stuff. She barely previews it. Mm-hmm. And then she says stuff like disbin and... Uh, what was the other thing she said? Um, I don't know. She she didn't know, I don't know but plural. And she slaughtered it, most of it. She's terrible. And who is behind her, though? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. From, well, AOC. I, they all see, they're all on board with the Bernie thing, right? They must have decided as a squad that they're getting behind Bernie. Kristen tweets, we need to have a conversation about a conversation about divvying up states to Canada. Mm-hmm. And the Steve 42, be careful with your praise. GOP governors from northeastern states don't exactly have a strong conservative track record. True, but they are Republicans. I mean, it is still surprising that at least they're probably not socialists, right? Like so many Democrats are now, I would hope anyway. <laughs> did you happen to watch uh, Monday Night Football last night? I did. It was the Cowboys and... Um, Giants. Giants, yeah. Cowboys, yep. Giants. And I think it was in... Was it the third quarter? Second quarter. Second quarter, a, a black cat, I mean, just <laughs> jet black cat, runs out on the field. We can't show it to you because uh, the NFL will um, put us in, in broadcast prison if we do. I, for some reason, you can't you can't promote their product, I guess, outside their <laughs> medium. Just a strange situation. MLB is the same way. But anyway, a cat ran onto the football field, and... How do you, you can't round up a cat. They're too fast. No, no. It was cat quick. It had cat-like reflexes. Yeah. And so for about, I don't know, five minutes, the cat's mm. running around on, on the field until they finally, it decides to. It found the tunnel. It found the tunnel. It found eventually. the tunnel. First, I mean, let, let's. Nobody uh, laid a hand on it, though. Right, right. Uh, when they first showed it on camera, it was about at midfield. And it made its way all the way. It got right to about the one-yard line. And instead of calling plays like uh, Nebraska, um, it actually made it into the end zone. <laughs> it did. I did. And then yeah. it uh, went out of bounds there after it crossed the plane. 
And then it it got turned around at the wall. And then finally, it made its way out triumphant. But uh, we'll see that cat on, like, Monday Night Football. Funny blooper montages for the rest of our lives. And uh, anyway, so people are saying that that was a bad omen for the Dallas Cowboys. The rest of their 2019 season. And the Cowboys went on to lose that game? Uh, No. uh, No, they won? No, they won handily, yeah. Oh, they did? Because they were behind, well, 12-10, I think, when I went to bed. Yeah, I went to bed at halftime. 37-18, your Dallas Cowboys oh. beat your New York Giants. And Keith's fantasy team fell just short of a miraculous comeback. Thank you very much. <sighs> Did the Cowboys have something to do with that? Yeah, um, every time Michael Gallup was thrown that I saw, it was uh, mm-hmm. just off the mark. Every time Evan Ingram was thrown to, uh, just off the mark. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Brett, but, uh, Brett Maher, the former Nebraska kicker, helped me out quite so. Thank you. Also, we need to stop America's latest tragedy, and that's the fact that Monday Night Football is on ESPN. I, you're right. And yes. ESPN has destroyed Monday Night Football. Yeah, the Tessator guy is kind of done to it. Tessator's, he's growing on me. Tessator's not that bad. But Booger. But Booger McFarland. Could you not speak? Good. Have it. Come on. Really, you can't do any better than that. Uh, I mean, he's fun, but I just don't want him announcing. Oh, I don't like him. you know. Oh, it's bad. Um, it's really bad, and yeah. the whole presentation is just not as good. Yeah. as it was on ABC. Right down to the graphics are annoying. You're right. I, I, I can't find what I'm looking. The information I'm quickly looking for, I can't find during Monday Night Football. It's terrible. It's yeah. a terrible broadcast, and and I I resent the fact that they have ruined Monday Monday Night Football. I don't even really look forward to it anymore very mm. little um because it's such a bad broadcast now and the games you know the cowboys and giants was that i guess if you're a cowboy fan you loved it but that's not a good matchup the giants are two and six now they're two and seven correct come on Jeez. Yeah. terrible i mean that's they got more wins than the falcons just saying well, I mean, virtually everyone has more wins than the Falcons. They have as many wins as the Dolphins. Yeah, so the only they're uh, tied, right? Yeah, Dolphins and Falcons tied for the worst yeah, record. Yeah, so league. the the Bengals are still winless. All the Bengals, right? The Forty Niners are the only. I'm surprised team. the Bengals are as bad as they are. I didn't think they'd be great, but wow, they are really, really bad. They will get there. They will get there with Zach Taylor, former Nebraska quarterback, is now their head coach. No, I don't want to hear any <laughs> smart right. comments about okay. that. But anyhow, uh, yeah. So, uh, but I was—I thought it was good Sunday night. You know, uh, Patriots got their comeuppance with the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Yeah, got Oof, spanked. That was fun. So they're not going to go undefeated. Uh, meanwhile, uh, President Trump, because he loves to do this, said that Beto O'Rourke quit like a dog. <laughs> Everything's like a dog. <laughs> Begged like a dog in my office. <laughs> He's. Acts like a dog. Uh, so, on Friday, of course, O'Rourke jumped out of the race. The means, he didn't have the means to move forward successfully. So, Trump's response uh, came days after he said Islamic State leader Abu Bakr al Baghdadi had died like a dog. That's the other one. Died like a dog, begged like a dog, quit like a dog. <laughs> Like a dog. I love it. (laughs) Uh, So, speaking at the rally in Tupelo, Mississippi, the president said that O'Rourke was a poor, pathetic guy. And he's right about that. That's accurate. He's he's definitely accurate on that. Uh He came out of Texas, a very hot political property, and he went back 
as cold as you could be. He had earlier mocked O'Rourke on Twitter, saying, oh no, Beto just dropped out of the race for president, despite him saying he was born for this. Mm-hmm. I don't think so! Exclamation point. He also described former Vice President Joe Biden, a frontrunner for the race, as mentally deficient and said he was dropping like a rock, which he is, which he actually is. Uh, so the president in fine form picking off the Democrats uh, that are running for president. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gray Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. We're just talking about the NFL. Uh, and any, you happen to see Jermaine Whitehead from the Cleveland Browns? See the tweets that he tweeted after <sighs> his game the other day? Ooh-wee. Mm. Not good. After the Browns lost to the Broncos on Sunday, Jermaine Whitehead sent some extremely troubling tweets to multiple people he appeared to threaten one user with a shooting (laughs) he told another user they can get it in blood and tweeted one person his address to come and fight him it's amazing he tweeted out to a one guy uh don't get shot at little b word (laughs) can you whoop my ass f football let me know when you need the address I guess his address to you know come and fight him, mm-hmm. and then he actually posted it. Yeah. Is this an NBA guy or is this just somebody who uses an NBA guy as his uh, photo, just an avatar? Yeah, tweeted out. You'd probably miss <laughs> if you shot at, <laughs> you me. Shot at him. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so then he tweets out, "Shut up, yo ba." Before I kill you, is this is a direct, little B word. This direct. is a direct message to the guy. Mm-hmm. Somebody sent him a direct direct message that said, "You suck." <laughs> LOL, getting trucked. So he got knocked over by somebody. Can you tackle, Cuz? You on the practice squad in two months, maybe. So then, shut up, you. And then, uh-huh. ain't playing either. <clears throat> uh, don't get hit up. Tell your mama. Oh boy, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even read any of that sentence. Ah, so yeah. Uh, so um, he tweeted out quite a bit of other things too, and actually tweeted out his address at one point. Yeah, his actual address. Come, and then, come fight me here. Yeah. Then the Cleveland Browns uh, said, "Hey, we don't condone this. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to handle it. this internally." Which they did. They suspend. They let him go. It, well, they yeah, cut him. Yeah. So yesterday, they cut just, him. He's off the team now. I mean, they had to, right? You're you're not oh. going to put up with that. That's oh. just. You're threatening to shoot people? You can't have that on your team. So he just may have ended his uh, NFL career with a bunch of stupid tweets. He's begging for a spot on somebody's practice squad now. That's that's nuts. How can you not control yourself a little bit better than that? And it just goes to show you, uh, Twitter is not worth it. Don't be doing that stuff. Mm. Don't be tweeting out stuff like that. No, I mean, it will come back to bite you. It's worth it to share your thoughts with at Pet Unleashed. You think you're saying like it's not worth picking fights with people yeah, and, you should, and arguing don't and threaten stuff? to yeah. shoot, kill people. Don't yeah. don't send them Just your address a, to come fight yeah, you. As a general life rule, uh-huh. um, if you're threatening to kill someone, it's probably a uh, bad it's a plan. Bad idea. 
no a matter bad, and especially forum. when you're doing it on on a public forum. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna come shoot you. Okay. <laughs> he was also using this phrase on blood, which I looked up. Oh yeah, What's and that? apparently it's uh, bloods use it like bloods and crips, crips and bloods oh. kind of thing. So it's a gang thing that means for real. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you for real or whatever. Oh I, wow, yeah. Thanks for see. You are so right. You're uh, Mr. Yeah. Linguistics. That's right. That's right. I mean, there's no, nothing because I, I looked it up in the Urban Dictionary. Oh, so you're, you're Mr. Google? Yeah, pretty then, much. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Iota of a Cracker tweets. Oh, and by the way, he did. He called. Uh, who was it? Oh, one of the sportscasters for the Browns called him a cracker multiple times. So he was using racial slurs as well. Actually, called him a cracker, which oh. cracker's not. I, I guess it's an acceptable slur because it's against white people, and white people don't matter. Our yeah. sensibilities don't matter one iota of a cracker. Mm-hmm. So, iota of a cracker tweets, 100% said the same thing last night about the broadcast and the graphics. Oh, yeah. They're, they're just, your, oh, eye, your okay. eyes can't on, find on Monday ESPN. Night yeah. You don't mm-hmm. know where to go. You remember, um, like, the very first Monday night football game this year, uh, they changed the graphics at halftime. Because people were complaining on Twitter, I, I forget what it was, but it was like I think the the first down mar- or whatever the um, the little arrow that says first and ten, second and ten, something like that. It was yellow or something. It would come mm-hmm. up, and so w- people were like, well, "There's a flag on the play." Oh yeah, and so everyone was complaining. And they changed that at the half, right? At halftime, like the the head of ESPN tweeted out, "All right, we've heard you, and we've changed our graphics." Uh, blah blah blah. I mean, they don't got that together no, over there. No, they're really <laughs> bad, and you know they're. I think their college, their college broadcasts are pretty good mm-hmm. usually, uh, but something about Monday Night Football needs to be special, needs to be top level, and this just isn't I mean, a is, top level broadcast. And I'm putting you on the spot here, but is there anybody that comes to mind like a broadcast team you would like to see up in the booth that isn't around today? Like we'd love to see Romo and Nance, obviously, or something like that. Yeah, or Al Michaels. Al Michaels, but they're already taken. Yeah, and they're doing good with their own things. But is there anybody like I like Brad Nessler? If they could steal him away from mm-hmm. the college broadcast, I bet he'd do a, a decent job, really good job on Monday night. Do they football. need to stay in the world of sports? Like in other words, they brought in Dennis Miller, and he didn't have a sports background. Is there somebody that could be up in the booth like that? Uh, hmm. Huh. Hmm. Like again, I'm putting us both on the spot because I didn't mm-hmm. think this through. Is Rune Arledge still around? I mean, is he available to <laughs> kind of fix this? Rune Arledge. We need to. We need to repair this stat. <laughs> it does need to get, but I don't know that. ESPN understands it needs to be fixed. They just keep doing it. Well, and what's his face left last year? You know, a uh, tight end for the Cowboys went back. Jason Witten, yeah. And he was not good. Nope. He, and everybody knew he was not good. That's and I think even back. he knew he That's was why not he's good. like, you know what? I'm going back to what I yeah, do. I'm going to well. go play football again. And he's Dang. playing well. And he is. <laughs> uh, from Exponential Distbin. <laughs> there it is. Yes. The curse of the black cat has nothing on the Keith curse. Uh, yeah, that's true. Anytime Keith starts rooting for a team, forget it. Yeah. From uh, Fake Dylan. Is this our Fake oh, this Dylan? this is our uh, Fake Dylan down the Or is this a Fake Dylan? No, this is the Fake Dylan. Dylan who's, who's the, the real, fake, he's the okay. real Dylan, but he's the Fake Dylan. What we really need to know is if Tommy John is good enough to bring back underwear eating beds. Oh, okay. Well, no. You know I what? Wouldn't, I wouldn't it, want to eat it. Well, if you're going to make an I'd exception, it. it would be Tommy John. Because mm-hmm. yes. they are so comfortable and soft. And it soft is and... supernatural fabric, mm-hmm. so you probably go down fairly smoothly. <laughs> sure thing. But uh, 
I'm not sure eating any underwear is ideal. It's high in fiber. Oh so, yeah, very. So so. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. By the way, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you're alerted and it comes directly, uh, you know, to your device, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you can rate it. And uh, you sign up on our Facebook.com slash Pat Unleashed, Twitter.com slash Pat Unleashed, Instagram.com slash Pat Unleashed. Mm, it's like a pattern developing. With and those. tomorrow when I'm not filling in for Stu anymore, uh, mm-hmm. we'll be back to doing, uh, I'll be back to doing this stuff on uh, immediately following the show. But you've been doing stuff every day, right? Since I've been in with Glenn? Ish. Yeah, we've been, every uh, day. We've ish. been having fun. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I will say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been. Mm-hmm, we've been having I fun. I think we just missed yesterday. I think oh, we just okay. missed yesterday. Right. But uh, no, Friday uh, it was fun. I, I don't know if we have the video, and I don't think you want to see it. So I'll just direct people. Um, take a look. Uh, go to uh, twitter.com slash pat unleashed, and you can see um, other jobs around this building that Pat does when he's not on the air because mm-hmm. he stays busy. I mean, they have you doing everything around here. Well, when I see something that's not being done, uh-huh. Keith, I just go ahead and do it. And uh, we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. The well, anti-prima donna. Mm-hmm. We will retweet that out right now at Pat Unleashed. Be All looking right. to see what Pat does in his off time. Can't wait to see mm-hmm. it. Mm. Wait, oh, gosh, they're playing <laughs> it. There it is. <laughs> Sounds like a vacuum cleaner. Uh-huh. Weird. Uh-huh. Huh. That was Friday afternoon. Huh. <laughs> Uh, it's time for a little joy to the world. Joy Behar, the worst-named person on the face of this planet. The uh, most oppositely named person you could possibly imagine. Uh, joy Behar on uh, The View yesterday talking about w- the big mistake that Beto made. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. I will also say that his stance on gun buybacks, um, Mayor Pete said it was a shiny object that distracts from achievable gun reform. Chris mm-hmm. Coons said it wasn't a wise policy or move, and that clip will be played for years at Second Amendment with rallies with organizations that try and scare people by saying that Democrats are coming for your guns. He also made um, some statements about religious institutions being um, getting their tax exempt status, excuse me, removed from them um, because they if they didn't support same sex marriage. So he did a lot of like battleground <laughs> culture war. And he ran as the most left, most woke candidate. And look where he ended. One of well, the first yeah, They should the not tell everything they're going to do. Like, if you're going to take yeah. people's guns away, wait till you get elected. Then take the guns away. <laughs> Don't take them. <laughs> That's, That's great. Yeah. That's what people like me yeah. think you're going to do. Yeah. That's what people like me think is going to happen. So oh. I appreciate his honesty. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Lie to the American people. And then slap them upside the head once you get in office. That's a that's, great plan. That's how Democrats get in office. Yep. She just said it out loud. She did. And dem- other Democrats are going, shh, shh. Joy, what's yes, the Yes, of deal? course, that's the plan. Usually, shh, don't tell them. Just because you want to make a point, stop. Uh, wow. Yep. Yep. So don't tell us what. Don't don't tell us you're trying to uh, set fire to the Second Amendment. Just mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Don't want your president. I mean, didn't you learn anything from how they got Obamacare through? <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Don't tell them that we're going to work for a government takeover of their health care. Just do it. Don't no. tell them what's in the bill. Just do it. We're going to pass the bill. Then you'll find out what's in the bill. Which is always the, the way you want to do it. Obviously. Mm-hmm. 
Otherwise, you're not going to get it passed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, it's crazy. What? I, it's hard to believe. But we're seeing their true colors right now. Their true colors shining through. Their true colors. That's why we don't like you. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three nine. I'm going to have Cindy Lopper in my head for the rest of the day, and I'm you're not happy about that whatsoever. You're, you're welcome. Don't you're welcome. be afraid <laughs> to let it show. Your true, true colors are beautiful oh. like a rainbow. Lovely. You bet. You bet. Thank you for that. Now, here's why we need our AR-15s. Pretty... A pretty solid story Mm -hmm. about what your AR-15 can do for you in your home. A pregnant woman is being credited with saving the lives of her husband and her daughter after she used her AR-15 to fatally shoot a home intruder. The mom sprung into action when two intruders entered the family's Lithia, Florida home last week and pistol-whipped her husband while violently grabbing their daughter. Now, they broke the husband's eye socket. He had 20 stitches in his head. He had three staples put in his head. They beat him pretty severely with the, with the guns. As soon as they got, uh, as soon as they had gotten through the, the back door opened, uh, they had a pistol on me, the mother said, or the one, the, I, I guess this the is dad. the husband this talking, the dad, and yeah. they were grabbing my 11-year-old daughter. They then pistol whipped him and kicked him. While the man's wife, who's eight months pregnant, ran back into the bedroom and retrieved their AR-15. Hmm. She said, uh, the- she says when, the, when he came toward the back door and she was in her line of sight, she shot him. Yeah. And he made it from my back door to roughly 200 feet in the front ditch before the AR-15 did its thing. <laughs> <laughs> in other words... Yeah. Uh, the bullet kicked in and did some damage, and mm-hmm. the guy fell dead in the ditch. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you pistol whip people, break into their home, shouldn't be doing that. Police said at a pe- press conference that they found the man's dead body lying in the ditch nearby. The second suspect was on the loose. Homeowner said he took a severe beating but credited his wife with saving him. I've got a fractured eye socket, a fractured sinus cavity, a concussion, and the 20 stitches and three uh, staples in my head. Those guys came came in with two normal pistols, and my AR-15 stopped it, she said. It evened the playing field and kept them from killing her husband. So there you go. I mean, that's what an AR-15 can do for you. That's what Beto wants to take away from uh-huh. law-abiding citizens so they can't protect themselves in their own homes from mass men who grab their daughters and um, break in and beat their uh, spouse. Okay. So what if he had already done all of that and she was forced into a mandatory buyback and they, they gave back their AR-15 and they had no means with which to defend themselves? Police don't get there in time. So what? All three of them are dead at this point. Well, and she's pregnant, so four. Four yeah. people are yeah. dead. Oh, actually, yeah. no, well, the bad guys would have turned their guns in, too. Oh, that's right. So this would have never happened. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Just amazing. Mm-hmm. Also, a man killed at a Maryland Popeye's in a fight linked to the popular chicken sandwich. What? 
A man was stabbed to death outside of Maryland Popeyes in a fight over the chain's fried chicken sandwich. Spokesman for the Prince George's Police Department said the 28-year-old who hasn't been identified was killed at a restaurant in Oxon Hill just outside D.C. The fight started after somebody cut in line and he got stabbed to death. Over? Over uh, getting in line in front of somebody. I, I mean, how ridiculous is this? this Over a chicken sandwich. I know. And that's the what other thing. The that? sandwich. I mean, how good can a Popeye's chicken sandwich be? I don't understand this. People I, are waiting in line around here mm-hmm. an hour and a half. And you can only buy one chicken sandwich at a time. Apparently, they've they've got a limited supply. I think they're making this up and creating this hysteria. Right. But what a great marketing plan if they are. It's incredible. It's ridiculous. I just, I feel like <clears throat> it's like there's zombies out there. And just now I feel like I should avoid the sandwich so I don't become one of them. Have you ever even nothing? I, I don't even care about Popeye's chicken. Right? Do am I just completely out of the mainstream? Is that like a wildly fabulous chicken place? I mean, there's been times where I've, you know, wanted to eat Popeye's fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was pregnant at the time. No, I mean, there's been just a couple of times where I was like, ah, I want some Popeye's fried chicken, but I was never. Is oh it my fabulous? Gosh. Is it no, better it's just than fried KFC? Is it better than? It can't be better than. Chick-fil-A? No, no. Sandwiches, right? Yeah, and I'm just you talking can't. about it's just the fried chicken that I've I've, I've had a hankering for a couple of times in my a life. Hankering? Hankering for I've had a ha- had me a hankering for some chicken. Okay. So I've had a hankering for some Popeye's <laughs> chicken a couple of occasions in my in my life. Yeah. But not to the point where I'm going back tomorrow and I'm coming back an hour and a half before I want to eat it and I'm gonna stand in line for it. And it's just this whatever's happening with this sandwich, I swear Jeffy's right, it's laced with crack. Something. That's in the breading. It's they they really have weird. crack cocaine in the breading at Popeye's fried chicken. That, that's the only explanation. There's been with. no buzz on Popeye's chicken that I know about in my entire life, and then all of a sudden, because they have a, they're t- they're putting their chicken that they already make between two pieces of bread, and now everybody must have one. Why? And they released it on uh, Sunday, you know, to make the oh, point. Oh yeah, to make yeah. the point. We're yeah. open on Sunday. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to trying it, but I'm certainly not going to go and wait for it. I'm I an American. I don't wait for things. I can't imagine that it's better than Chick-fil-A's chicken oh, yeah. sandwich. It can't be. Can it? But it, even if it is, it's not worth waiting an hour and a no, half in line nothing for. is worth it's waiting. A chicken sandwich! There is literally, literally. Uh-huh. There is no food worth standing in line for for 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. There's no food at all. I mean, okay, if, if there was like one pack of double stuffed Oreos left on the earth, I'd stand in line for really? 90 minutes. Yeah. Oh, I would not. What? I wouldn't stand in a uh, two-person line for double stuffed Oreos. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, a few days ago on the subway in New York City, a transgender lady attacked an old man who was singing gospel songs and reading his Bible Whoa. to people on the subway. The transgender lady mm-hmm. reportedly took off her his their stiletto <laughs> and hit the man in his head with her stiletto. Here's how a witness described it. Uh, what a world we live in. 
that some people see preaching the word of God as a threat to their lives. This old man right here was just singing some gospel songs and sharing the word of God to people on the train. He didn't say anything to hurt anyone. He wasn't even loud. You could barely hear him talk. But this is what he got in return from the transgender person who hit him in the head with her heels, threw his Bible away, and no one did anything to help him but to look at this old man bleed. Wow. It's just so annoying because this old man was far away from her, her, him, her, them, and I was just so mad, and I felt I needed to do something to help him because he was bleeding so much. Oh, she hit him in the head with a stiletto. We are a society gone mad, man. And that's okay because it's a transgender person, Uh and, uh, you know, they... They don't live by our rules, I guess. They don't have any rules for some reason now. Oh my goodness. That's so weird. That's really crazy. Unreal. And then another another instance of the NYPD being completely disrespected. Uh their vehicle was trashed while while the police responded to a domestic violence call. And here's what happened to their vehicle. And listen to the people in the community just mocking and laughing the police that showed up to break up a violent domestic dispute. And while they were up in the apartment, their vehicle gets garbage dumped on it. Are you... Amazing. And he's explaining to them, you're holding us up. Uh, You're holding us up from from stopping crime in your community. (laughs) And they're laughing in the hood. This is what happens. Nice. That's oh great. man, this is crazy. Look at that. Look at that. Eggs and garbage. <laughs> this is in the nine, bro. Only in the nine. Only in the nine. You heard. Trick the treat. Seriously. Only in the nine. A society gone mad. Mm-hmm. We're unraveling. Really pathetic. Really sad and pathetic. Yeah. Now, now they'll be the first person that people mm. they call to save their lives, right? You know, but until then, I'm right. going to dump garbage on your vehicle. Let's just see if the police show up in the nine when you really need them. Wouldn't that be something if they don't? <laughs> they don't show up only in the nine. How? How do you like that? How do police officers do this? I don't how do they know. wake up every day and put their lives I between don't. that better, scum and a bullet? Better people than me, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, some of the really big, important initiatives that uh, are being voted on today across the country. Mm-hmm. In Colorado, they're working on a uh, gambling proposition. Oh, yeah. They might make uh, gambling. Uh... And taxes. Yeah. Authorizes and taxes wagering on sporting events because, you know, that's legal now in uh, most places. In Maine, there is a proposition authorizing legislation to allow for persons with physical disabilities to use alternative signatures to sign initiative p- petitions. Now, that sounds weird, but I, I'm sure it's <clears> okay. probably like if you can't, if you don't have use of your hands or something. Right, you can do something else. Like, yeah, I don't know, maybe electronically. Who mm-hmm. knows? Huh. In Texas, we've got a proposition to prohibit the state from levying an income tax on individuals. Now, we don't have income taxes, mm-hmm. a state income tax in Texas. This is to make sure we never do. Yeah, so I think right now it's just a simple majority uh, in the Texas legislature would would make that happen. I think what this will do is it would make it to like a two-thirds majority needed, and it would have to pass a statewide referendum, which makes it all but impossible. 
Um, mm-hmm. I like that plan. I do too. Yeah, and and, and there's, there's not a lot of fun stuff going on. There's uh, not. But uh, I guess Washington State has a whole bunch of taxes they're voting on. Yeah, thirteen of the fifteen ballot uh, deals are, are either repealing uh, a tax or extending a tax. Actually, I don't know if any of them repeal, but it's just kind of like um, it's either do you want to extend a tax or, or or add a tax, and it's like what that tells me is Washington State has too many taxes. <laughs> My goodness, that's a lot going on there. Yeah, there is. There's a bunch, four, like 14 or 15 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, some of the weirder propositions that we voted on in this country in recent years, back in 1986, uh, in California, they voted on whether or not they should prohibit toxic waste in their drinking water. <laughs> As usual, California voters are being presented with many citizen initiatives. Still another would forbid toxic waste discharge into drinking water. It is being opposed by the industry, which claims the definition of toxic is too broad. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Number two. Should a police officer get to walk his beat with a ventriloquist dummy? That was in 1993 (laughs) they voted on that. (laughs) Uh, The New York Times wrote, along with school vouchers, sales taxes, and city charter revisions, uh, voters in San Francisco, I guess, will decide next Tuesday whether to allow a veteran police officer to walk his beat with a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> Brendan O'Smarty of the Laughing Irish Eyes, whom Officer Geary picked out of a ventriloquist catalog after he was selected to work in a community policing program that encouraged officers to use creative and ingenious methods to break down barriers between uh-huh. citizens and police. The hand-carved dummy cost $1,750. Oh, oh, no, no. Because Officer Geary wouldn't hear of the $700 molded particle board version. They approved it, by the way. All right. So he could walk around with his ventriloquist dummy. And what's his name, this guy? This officer or whatever? Uh. Mm, Brendan O'Smarty. Oh, I'm finding this guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that was, or, the, that was the doll. Yeah. Uh, okay, Bob Officer Geary. Geary. Yeah, okay. Officer Geary. Oh, Smarty is the is the dummy. Oh, he retired in... Uh, what year? In 1998. Okay, so for five uh, years, he was able to carry the dummy around? He named a horse for him. Mm-hmm, that's great. That's cool. Number three, should we give a million dollars to one random voter? A proposal to <laughs> award one million dollars in every general election to one lucky resident chosen by lottery simply for voting, no matter for whom has qualified for the November ballot. Mark Osterloh, a political gadfly who is behind the initiative, the Arizona Voter Reward Act is promoting promoting it with the slogan, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Vote! So that was in 2006. I it think, was defeated, by the way. They good. decided not to do that. I think the founders would, would be very Yeah, they'd frown on that. So wait, so let me get this straight. Freedom... Not worth it. Right. But a million dollars. million dollars, that'll get you to the polls. It probably would have worked, too. Oh, my goodness. I bet said if, you, no to it. if you do this today, uh, what year was that? They got defeated? And do we know by percentage? 2006. Oh, that would pass today. Should we take over the Grand Canyon? When voters in Arizona <laughs> go to the polls, they will be asked to decide a land ownership tug of war. Should the Grand Canyon belong to all Americans or just the residents of Arizona? Controversial ballot measure backed by Republicans in the state legislature is seeking sovereign control over millions of acres of federal land in the state, including the Grand Canyon. Defeated. 
Should Denver set up a commission to track aliens? The proposal was rejected in the polls when voters in Denver opted against an initiative to track aliens from outer space. Well, then, when they show up, you're not going to know about it? Yeah. They're just going to fly right straight into downtown Denver and take you by surprise. The proposal, known as Initiative 300, would have involved setting up a commission to monitor aliens and a website to allow members of the public to report UFO sightings. That was in 2010. They said no. Yeah, y'all can have Denver anyway. And number six, should we let Roxy the miniature pig stay? Roxy the pot-bellied pig will be moving to a new home now that Pequa voters have said she has worn out her welcome. Cynthia, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Cynthia and Tim Gaston and their children, their two children, who own the petite porker, said Wednesday they'll move rather than give Roxy up. On Tuesday, residents of the city of 20,600, about 30 miles northwest of Dayton in western Ohio, rejected a ballot proposal that would have allowed residents to keep miniature pigs as pets. The vote was 2682 to 1957 in uh, 1993. Mm. So I guess they had to move. Dang it. <laughs> Should we ban sitting on the sidewalk? In Berkeley, among the most generous cities in the world in, <laughs> there we go. in funding homeless services, <laughs> considering a daytime ban on sitting on the sidewalk in all commercial areas. So what, you can sit on the sidewalk at night? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would think so, yeah. Just not during business hours. Right. Just not so you're in the way of customers. I got you. City currently prohibits lying on the sidewalk, but police and city officials said the law is ineffective because people sit when the officers walk by, then lay down again. (laughs) (laughs) And it was defeated, so they didn't ban it. Oh, man. That was in 2013. Which So now, do they have a problem with the homeless in Cal? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, Should we just start our own state? At Nan's convenience store in eastern Colorado, where the front door visitor where the front door tells visitors that gun control is hitting your target, the farmers, crop sprayers, mechanics, and retirees who gather for morning coffee say they've had enough of the state and its Democrat leaders. They bristle at gun control laws and marijuana shops, green energy policies, and steps to embrace gay marriage and illegal immigrants. So in November, this rural county and 10 others will hold a vote on whether to secede from Colorado and work to form their own state. That was in 2013. I remember talking about that, and the measure was defeated, so they didn't do it. I've seen a book. I should have bought it. I don't know. And it's just all of the the movements like this over the years in American history. I mean, it's enough to fill, fill a book. It's amazing. And, you know, I think we've got, uh, you know, Jefferson is always trying to break apart Southern Oregon, Northern California. That's mm-hmm. a constant thing. But uh, those are fun to to entertain. Yeah, they are. Yeah, there's Proposition Six, uh, prohibiting the sale of horse meat for human consumption in 1998. Each year, an estimated 10,000 California horses end up as gourmet steaks on the tables in France, Switzerland, Belgium, and Japan. And uh, it was approved to stop selling Europeans our horse meat, <laughs> so they didn't anymore. I guess it's just. Gross thought. Should we ban airboats at night, or is that a hate law? For more than a decade, a dispute simmered over airboat noise on Orange Lake, Noonan's Lake, and other water bodies in Alakua County. The battle revved up in 2009 and will go full throttle, full throttle on Election Day as mm-hmm. voters decide on a proposed nighttime airboat curfew. 
It oh. was approved. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah. I want you just to say airboat noise five times fast. Uh, no. Should we build a new house for the pregnant elephant? In Cincinnati, zoo officials have threatened to ship off its four Asian elephants, one of them pregnant, if voters reject a $52 million tax levy for a new elephant house and parking lot. And it was defeated. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not paying money for your elephant house. Wait, I'm sorry. No. Where did Jeffy move? Where was where this again? Where was this? Cincinnati. Oh, that's a commute for him. Uh-huh, it is. And uh, last but not least, should we even exist? Voters in Castlewood, Virginia, decided whether to vote the, vote the town and the attendant town taxes out of existence. And they... <laughs> Did oh so they don't exist yeah, they, anymore? They're gone. They're apparently gone. Like when the polls closed, everyone just vanished. Just gone. Yeah, that night just all disappeared. Bye bye. Don't forget Kentucky. <laughs> don't screw this up. The polls yeah. are open till seven thirty. Matt Bevan is a fantastic guy. He's he's just he's a great governor. He's a great politician. He's a conservative. I mean he's. A Trump supporter, and they love Trump in Kentucky. I don't know what the deal is. How could the guy, how could he be America's least popular governor? That just seems absolutely unbelievable to me. That's a strange stat that we had earlier. So if if, uh, you live in Kentucky, make sure you get to the polls Mm -hmm. and make your feelings known if you're voting for Matt Bevin. If not, I guess the turnout is so strong that they want all the Democrats to show up tomorrow. Oh, I've heard of this happening before. So there's so many people that want to vote in Kentucky. Right. They're They're doing conservatives, Republicans Republicans today. today. Democrats vote tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. Hey, you're trying to suppress the vote. (laughs) Hey, hey, that's voter suppression. Stop it. Stop. People don't realize you're kidding about that. Hey. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network.